Welcome to the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray, a locally produced program devoted to bringing you a fresh perspective on housing, diving into the issues that matter most. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. Now, Kevin Ray. Welcome into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray. I am your host, and I'm here with Mark Griffith, my co-host and executive producer. And we want to thank you all for coming in and spending this morning with us and getting out uh, early and starting off your weekend. And we're so thankful that you came in and stopped into the Housing Hour. We hope that we're going to provide you something real special this morning. We're continuing on with the Vol Nation series. As everybody knows, kickoff is just around the corner. And we wanted to uh, bring a series that really would impact those Vol fans out there that are interested in talking talking about something more than just the X's and O's, talking about something a little deeper than just, you know, catching passes and making tackles. Um, but this individual that we have today definitely made a lot of tackles. And we have Inky Johnson in studio with us. Uh, he is a VFL for sure. Thank you, Inky, for coming in and joining us. Oh, it's an honor. It's a true honor. Thank you all so much. I Absolutely. appreciate it. Well, Inky, we had, uh, we've had a few vols on uh, in the last few weeks, and um, you were one of the people that were at the very beginning that we wanted to get on based on your story and the strength of what you have to say and the message that you have. But um, I wanted to reset for everybody as if nobody would already know, but just to give them a little background, um, you know, you were, you were recruited from Atlanta. You came up, and I guess the, the, the stories that I want to hear you talk about a little bit later revolving around your recruitment, but in 2004, 2005, were the two years that you had the opportunity to play. Um, and I guess the year that you actually were injured was your junior season. Was that correct? Yes, sir. Yeah, so it was – It was. Um, and, and Mark and I were both at that game, yeah. by the uh-huh. way. I was sitting in Section C um, when that kid made that catch on that far sidelines. And, you know, I think all of us immediately knew there was something that had happened. So, you know, you were injured. And, and for those of you that don't know, his injury was very severe, um, almost lost his life in, in, in a matter of moments. Um, and, you know, one of the moments that when I watched that video over and over again, I was just watching it just to, to kind of just feel it and just understand it. Um, was seeing the Air Force coaches. If you'll notice, I mean, they ran Jumped right, right I on thought that it. was pretty interesting that they knew that it was serious and they came right over. It appeared, it appeared. But, but Inky, why don't you do this first? Because Inky has since just transformed his life and he always had perseverance and dedication in his upbringing. But if you could, this was a challenge that you never could have expected. And, and just talk a little bit about all of the things that, that you're doing now and, and, and how you got to where you are. Um, you know, I don't, I don't really know where to start because, uh, so much has transpired mm-hmm. since my injury and, you know, you know, first and foremost, man, I thank God for that injury because, you know, what that injury has done for my life, you know, I say this a lot in my uh, presentations, you know, it's one thing what it's done for my life, but what it's done for the people around me has been priceless. You know, and um, as I look back over my life and I take inventory of all the things that I've ever been through, ever since I was a child from coming up in a two-bedroom home, 14 individuals sleeping on the floor, you know, to when I was in the park with my mother when I was seven years old, and it would be pitch black and she would have her car lights hitting the field and I would be working, doing football drills and running laps too. On Saturday mornings when I would get up at 5.30 with my father and run miles and miles to this fire station, it created a spirit within me. You know, it created my mindset. It created my heart. And so when my injury happened, you know, the thing that I was most certain of, you know, it was a lot of unanswered questions, but the thing that I was most certain of was I wasn't going to quit you know, because of the spirit that all the things that I had been through in my life had created. And I had so many, so many people that believed in me, you know, and so many people that made sacrifices for me in order for me to be in the position that I was in at the University of Tennessee. I couldn't give up on that. I had to honor those sacrifices. And so this injury, man, you know, the evolution of me, you know, it's kind of like, you know, if you want to introduce a man into himself, introduce him into adversity. And, uh, it made me realize who I was as a man. You know, I, I have been watching some videos and listening, and the one thing that impacted me the most last night as I was um, researching and, and preparing for this interview was when you talk about your cousins that 
uh, one of them read that Atlanta Journal Constitution article. You know, in oh, one yeah. mo- one moment <laughs> you're at Neyland Stadium, you've got a hundred thousand people screaming for you. The next moment you're laying there almost lifeless and and being whisked away um, in emergency surgery. And I'm sure your family in Atlanta were just. I mean, I would, oh man, you know. But talk about that conversation because that was so impactful when I watched that. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, what happened was, you know. My my three little cousins, you know, they came up up under me, and basically, you know, I don't have any brothers. I have three little sisters, and so my three little cousins were like my little brothers. We did everything together. We grew up in the same house, and um, as a sacrifice in high school, of coming back to Crim High School, you see, I had the opportunity to go across town to this high school by the name of Tucker High School. It was a great school. It's a powerhouse. And the coaches told my parents all I had to do was go and play the next three years and they would give me a scholarship to the University of Georgia, be the first generational college student in my family. But the thing that I knew was my little cousins coming behind me, they wouldn't have had the same opportunity. And so I wanted to go back to Crim High School to show them that you can go Division One from Crim High School. Mm-hmm. And so when I did that, all three of my little cousins coming behind me went to college. And so it was a big, big change in our family. And so when my injury happened, you know, it crushed them, mm. you know, because I was I was their big brother. I was, you know, their source of hope, their source of motivation, their source of inspiration, that person they can call when they're going through something and they still can call me. But an um, uh, article came out in the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. I didn't know anything about it, you know, and my family didn't know anything about it, but it came out and uh, I said it's over for Inky Johnson. That was the headline. And uh, my little cousin, you know, he got it, and uh, and he called me, and he said, uh, "Ink, is it true?" And he called me at like seven in the morning, something. And I said, "Is what true?" And he was crying on the phone, and I I didn't know, you know, what was going on. He said, "Is what true?" And he's like, uh, "I'm holding an article, Atlanta Journal Constitution, and it it reads that it's over for Inky Johnson." And uh, I said, man, don't don't pay that no mind, man. You know, it's not over for me. It's just getting started. You know, just trying to calm his spirit, you know, because it, it hurt my family a lot, man, because they knew how hard I worked and the sacrifices I made, and they made a lot of sacrifices for me as well. Mm-hmm. And so I had to stay strong for my family as well just to, just to calm their nerves, man, to let them know that everything was going to be okay because they didn't know how I would respond to that situation because football was all I ever had. Mm. Well, you know, I, I think also that people in their lives, they have so many role models that when they when they think about people that they want to make happy, you know, you think of your father, you think of your mom, you think of siblings and things like that. But one of the other stories that I'd like you to speak to is the conversation on the porch with your grandmother. Mm-hmm. Talk about that a little bit. Oh, man, my grandmother is, is you know, so important to me. You know, my mother is important to me, but my grandmother is so important because my grandmother produced my mother. Mm. And, um, you know, when we was younger, in my younger years, me and my cousins and our family used to go through a lot of struggles. And uh, I used to always go in my grandmother's room. And uh, sometimes we didn't know where our next meal would be coming from, and I would go into my grandmother's room and and I would watch her, and she would be reading her Bible, and she would have a smile on her face, and she would say, son, everything's going to be okay, and everything would turn out to be okay. And so I looked at my grandmother like, this this God, man, you know? And uh, she has this amazing spirit. She's an amazing soul, and uh, she's still living. And so before I came to college, I had a conversation on the porch with my grandmother, and I told her that I would graduate college. I said, no matter what. Grandma, I'm the mm. first one in this family. I'm going to graduate college no matter what. And I'm going to the NFL. And um, I left, and I came up to the University of Tennessee. And I didn't know my injury was going to happen. Nobody did. But when my injury happened, the University of Tennessee, uh, the training staff, you know, they said, Inky, this is something traumatic that has happened. You know, go home, take some time off after I got out of the hospital. And I said, uh, you know, basically go home for what? You know, I made a vow to my grandmother. You know, my grandmother is somebody that I hold in the highest regard in my life. Whatever I tell my grandmother, I am going to fulfill it. And so I could no longer write with my right hand. I was right-hand dominant my whole life. And so I had to go back to school and learn how to write all over again with my left hand. 
And um, it was a challenge, man. But, you know, challenges bring the best out of you. You know, and I couldn't quit because I hung on to these words that I told my grandmother. Mm. And who would have ever known that, you know, that conversation with my grandmother on the porch would come to place yeah. like that. Oh, man, that that's so strong, I tell you. Because um, I think about moments of, in my life where I've I've spoke to somebody earnestly or, or sincerely and how that has always played in my mind. And, and it's those people. You know, when you look at Vol Nation, you know, there's people speaking into these young kids' lives. And it, while you were at home in Atlanta, there was somebody speaking into your life. And, you know, you talk about big brother, big sister. We need more people like that. I know you're an advocate for that. You know, big brother, big sister is just one of those things where you're you're getting someone, maybe they don't have a grandmother that can speak into their lives. And so I know that you're having a lot to do with that. We only have about three minutes left in this segment, and we'll bring back this on the other side of the break. But I did want to also um, get you to talk about how, you know, life is is always under construction, you know. Absolutely. And you talked about, you know, just what the training staff, you know, put your car in park, just go on <laughs> over to the shoulder of the road because that's the easy, softer right. way. Um, in the last few minutes of this segment, why don't you talk about life being a road and the obstacles that we face? Yeah, you know, life is life is constantly under construction. And that's something that I tell young people. I say, you know, construction is something that's constantly changing until you get it the way that you want it. A road is something that you travel up and down. You know, and um, along that road, there's potholes, there's speed bumps, there's detours, you know, there's roadblocks. But just as if you were in a car, you find a way to get to your destination. The only thing about life is that destination may be that goal or that dream or whatever it is that you aspire to do with yourself. And you have to find a way to get around those potholes. You have to find a way to get over those speed bumps and those detours and find a way to get to that destination. It's going to be plenty of opportunities, plenty of defining moments, you know, that come up in all of our lives for us to quit, for us to give up, for us to put our car in park and pull over to the road. You know, you have to make the decision to persevere. And the thing that you have to understand is, you know, no matter what you may be doing in life, there's always somebody that's watching you and somebody that looks up to you. And so your drive and your motivation is propelling somebody else. You know, and that's the thing that I understand about my life. You know, it's way bigger than me. And so that's why I don't give up, and that's why I have the approach toward life that yeah. I do. Yeah, and I think that ties in well with your conversation with your cousins as well because you're you're saying, you know, putting the car in park – you know, I don't have anywhere to go. And you were so determined. You were so determined. And that that's what motivated, inspired me, just looking through all of your story. And the thing that I thought of, and, and I look at what you did, you know, you had this major surgery. You know, talk about, well, actually, let's hold on talking about that because I want you to talk about that because, you know, he had this major surgery that really was going to require a lot of recovery time and this and that. And, you know, that was when they were saying, hey, the car can be put in park. We got a spot right over here for you. You know, and you come came out of that hospital so quick. So I want to talk about that. And then I also want to talk about, you know, what it is that you're doing right now. Because yeah. I think there's so many people and so much opportunity. I mean, Knoxville's a big town, you know, and whether it be Knoxville or whether it be Atlanta, whether it be Birmingham, Tuscaloosa, Chattanooga, Nashville. I mean, we have all these communities. Mm -hmm. And if we could just clone you <laughs> to, to, to talk, but that's what the internet is for, you know? Right. I mean, and you just had a huge outpouring of support. So we want to talk about that as well. Um, and then also definitely we want to talk about um, Vol Nation and, and what you see, uh, what makes it so special, right. you know, because Absolutely. there are so many little things that are going on with Vol Nation that just make it a special place. Absolutely. Um, so, and also I forgot to mention this and that's why I gave myself a little time. If you guys want to plug in with us, you guys can dial right in right now to the housinghour.com, listen to us and stream us online. Um, you can also download our app. You can download it on the Droid or app stores um, and definitely carry us along with you. Um, and then also, of course, we're on all the Facebook. We're on Twitter. It's at The Housing Hour is our Twitter handle. And it's um, facebook.com slash The Housing Hour. So tune in right there and you can connect with us in all of those different formats. Um, we're continuing today with the Vol Nation ser series, and we are so thankful to have Inky Johnson in with us today. And he is talking to us a little bit about his life and his experiences and what makes Inky Inky. <laughs> and that's what we're talking about. So thank you guys for joining us today. And we will be right back after these messages. Where is this going to come from? 
There's no way. How am I going to pay my mortgage? First, I'd lose my job. And now, I'm about to lose my house. What happened to the American dream? There's got to be something I can do. There is. Keep My Tennessee Home has U.S. funds for struggling Tennessee homeowners. Visit Keep My Tennessee Home at keepmytnhome.org and see if you qualify today. Hi, I'm Sue Benson, owner of Title Associates. In today's real estate market, it is more important than ever to have a title company with experience, a company you can trust, and one that conducts business with you in mind. If you're buying, selling, or refinancing, our staff promises to make your closing a pleasant one. If you're a real estate agent looking for excellent customer service, give us a call, 777-1040, or visit our website at tanox.com. Home ownership matters, and Mortgage Investors Group wants to help you with all your home financing needs. Whether it's a purchase or a refinance, our federally licensed loan officers are ready to help you sort through all the mortgage loan options. So call us today, 800-489-8910, or visit us online at mortgageinvestorsgroup.com. Mortgage Investors Group, your home loan solution for the past 23 years. Tennessee Mortgage License Number 109111. Hi. I'm Brantley Rivers with Acme Block and Brick. Is your backyard ready for the warm weather? The flowers are blooming, the beds are mulched, and the shrubs are trimmed. But is there something missing that you just can't seem to put your finger on? Well, at Acme Block and Brick, our family-owned business has been helping families just like yours since 1942 get the full potential out of their yards by using our hardscape design. We carry high-quality brick and stone products such as Pine Hall, Belden, and Belgard products. And Acme Block and Brick has the professional staff that has the experience to take your backyard and turn it into the outdoor living space of your dreams. Our helpful staff will also listen to your concerns, work with your budget, and provide the right ideas that will enhance your yard's full potential. So come visit one of our three locations in Kingston, Crossville, and Alcoa or check us out online at acmeblockandbrick.com. Enhance your curb appeal and see what a little stone can do for you. See what a little stone can do. Acme Block and Brick. Hey, I'm Kevin Ray, host of The Housing Hour. Please join me and my co-host Mark Griffith every Saturday from 8 to 9 as we bring you the latest news from the housing market. And be sure to check out our website, thehousinghour.com, for great resources on housing-related issues and links to our archive shows. So join me, Kevin Ray, and Mark Griffith each week as we tackle issues of home ownership. The Housing Hour is a locally produced show presented by Mortgage Investors Group. The Housing Hour, Saturdays from 8 to 9, right here on WOKI. It's a fact. You can make thousands of dollars flipping houses. Discover the secret house flipping formula from Dave and Pete, the stars of A&E's number one hit show, Flipping Boston, for free. Hi, it's Pete and Dave. We're giving you our flipping formula for free. It's what we use to find the right house, flip it fast, and get paid. It's time to stop just talking about flipping houses and start doing it. Now is one of the best times in history. USA Today reported that you can make thousands of dollars in profit flipping houses. In New York City, the average profit was over a hundred. 118 grand. Omaha, it's over 71,000 bucks. Lake Havasu, Arizona, the profit per flip was $87,000. And we're going to show you how we do it for free. Stop dreaming. The houses are there. The opportunity will never be better. And for a limited time, the flipping formula is free. Call now, 800-322-1859 for your free flipping formula strategy guide DVDs. Just pay processing. That's 800-322-1859. 800-322-1859. Monday morning on the Triple H Morning Show, County Mayor Tim Burchett in studio talking about the local impact of Obamacare, a can't-miss interview. Plus, the immigration bill may have a Senate majority thanks to Senator Corker. Details Monday. Now go enjoy your weekend. We put the saddle of truth on the stallion of talk starting at 5.30 Monday. The Hallerad Hilton Hill Morning Show. Talk it up. News Talk 98.7 WOKI. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray again. I am your host here with Mark Griffith, our co-host and executive producer. Before we get back with Inky real quick, I want to tell you all about a company that Mark and I believe strongly in, and that's Admiral Title. Admiral Title been around now almost eight and a half years, and what they do is handle the closing transaction when you're purchasing or refinancing a home. So if you went out and you found a home, you've got a contract on it, you've went to the mortgage uh 
company and you've got approved and they did all of their stuff, then once you get down to the closing table, Admiral is the ones that take the baton from us and help you to get to the final piece, which is signing all those documents. Now, certainly we work together and we make sure that you're informed, but there again, like I said, they're going to take the baton from us and, and close the deal literally and figuratively. So I would give them an opportunity. Mark and I trust them uh, that we use them all the time. Um, you can reach them at 865-531-6060. That's Admiral Title. And we're back in here with Inky Johnson. Inky um, was talking in the previous segment a little bit about his life and what's going on um, and you know what went, he went through when he was at the University of Tennessee. And, you know, Inky, one of the things that also kept coming up in my mind was in which I think this is a Vol Nation trait. I know that they have it at Georgia, they have it at Alabama, but one of the things I see in your story that really inspires people and including myself is the perseverance, the perseverance, because, you know, we talked about being put in the car in park and all that, but where, you know, I was thinking, you know, what would I have done if I had been in that situation? You know, and it's hard to put yourself in other other situation. Um, but you know, most people, Inky, would have give, given up, or at least temporarily. You know, you were talking about being a grad assistant the following couple of years. I'm like, really? How, where do you get that strength from? And um, you know, first and foremost, it comes from my faith and my belief in God. But um, you know, I've been blessed. You know, coming up to have uh, an amazing, an amazing family and uh, some amazing friends, you know, because, um, you know, we, we as individuals can do nothing, you know, that's of, you know, a great impact. But um, I have an amazing family that's always supported me, that's always displayed strength and instilled some important values within me, my mother, my father my grandmother, my grandfather, my uncles, my aunts, and some amazing mentors, you know, and um, it's easy for me if if I wanted to be a selfish individual, which I'm not, and say, oh, man, I'm, I'm this strong, I'm this headstrong guy. And, but, man, I get, I get weak sometimes too, you know, because my life has changed. And so I need things to draw strength from. You know, I'm going through life with a paralyzed right arm. And so it's not easy. You have to rely on people a lot and you have to find different tactics to do certain things. But, you know, I look at a person like my grandmother or I look at a person like my mother or my father or my wife or my kids. And I have amazing mentors that I draw from and uh, they keep me going, man. And the people that just made, you know, so many sacrifices for me, you know, I'm huge on that, man. When people believe in me, when people make sacrifices for me, you know, I will go through the wall for them, man, just because they believed in me. Mm-hmm. And Inky, talk about, you know, post-surgery, <clears throat> you come out, mm-hmm. coaches, they told you to go home, you stayed. Who was your support group? I mean, you're away from your family, mm-hmm. and now you're just here at the Tennessee dorms? <laughs> I, was at a, I was at a house off campus then, but uh, it was it was an opportunity to go home, and I decided to stay. And I... I had some amazing roommates, man, and, and those guys are some of my best friends to this day. It was uh, Gerard Mayo, who now plays for the Patriots. There's uh, Robert Ayers, who now plays for the Broncos, and Ramon Foster, who now plays for the Steelers, and this guy by the name of Sinclair Cannon as well. And um, I consider those guys to be my brothers. All of them were in my wedding. And um, those guys just basically rallied around me, man. And anything I needed, you know, they were there, man. They, t- they would tie my shoe. You know, you're talking about guys that went 10th pick in the NFL draft, you know. They would tie my shoe. You know, anything I needed, you know, these guys were just selfless individuals, man. They said, Ink, we got you, man. We got you back. You know, whatever you need, man, we're here for you. And I'm indebted to those guys for life. Yeah. Well, you, you also had um, talked to the Knoxville Quarterback Club not mm-hmm. too long ago, I suppose. Um, and uh, Mr. Haygood was introducing you, and he, he said that he heard, you know, Gerard Mayo, here we are, NFL uh, player. I mean, all pro. I mean, the yeah, guy yeah. is incredible. And he said, he said, NFL, college, high school, any place I've ever been, the best leader that I've ever had on my team was Inky Johnson. Mm-hmm. You know, that says something to me. It gives me chill bumps even thinking about it because um, that, that talks about, for me at least, you know, the character of an individual with the leadership qualities of someone who is that mature again it goes back to where do you get that from you know Mm -hmm. and i think you just articulated that 
Um, and then, you know, uh, you know, the thing I also think about Inky is, you know, when we're talking about just throwing in the towel, you know, a lot of people would have, would have chose that route maybe, um, rather than sticking through, what could you tell to kids? What would you say to kids out there? Maybe it wasn't an injury, but you know what, maybe they just aren't good enough. You know, mm-hmm. maybe they can't play uh, division one football or, or play it at a, at a high level, but they've poured all this time and energy into football, but they didn't get that Phil former, that Pat Washington visit. They didn't get that, you know, Pat summit for the girls out there. It's not just, you know, boys that go through this. Mm-hmm. What would you tell those individuals of how they can exceed expectations and get themselves out of that situation? Uh, to, to put it, you know, in a way that, that they can understand it. I would tell them this, you know, I speak to athletes a lot and I tell the guys, I say, um, I'm not concerned with whether you want to go to the NFL or not, you know, because that may be inconsequential in God's plan for your life. But what I am concerned with is do you have what it takes to be that player? Because if you have what it takes to be that player, the work that you put into becoming that player will instill certain things within you as a person. And so if you can no longer go to the NFL the person that you have created by chasing this dream, by chasing this goal, you're going to be okay in whatever avenue that you choose in life. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like me. When I was chasing this dream to go to the NFL, I would work all night, man, to perfect my craft. I created my de- my determination. I created my perseverance. I created my heart. I created my faith. I created my courage. And so now, mm-hmm. when this dream became inconsequential in God's plan in my life, the things that I possess as a person makes it okay for me to go any direction. And so understand that, you know, God has a plan for us all, man. You yeah. know, and at the end of the day, his plan is going to prevail. Yeah. When did your faith come to you? Oh, man, when I was young. You know, I used to go to church when I was young, but, you know, my faith wasn't fortified until this injury happened. Mm-hmm. Because for the first time, I was put in a situation where I really had to live it, <laughs> live it, right? You know, day and night, and still do, right? You right. know, that's why I tell people this. This is one of the most amazing things that ever happened to me because it put me on a totally different path in my life that wouldn't have happened otherwise. Mm-hmm. Well, you were um, given a talk, and you may talk about this in during your presentations in general, but you were talking about you know God having a plan for your life and all that. And I'm not kidding you. It gives me chill bumps because I was in the car yesterday listening to um, some speech that you gave and you started to talk about this necklace that you wore. I, and I, I promise you, before you even said, I said, Jeremiah 2911, and it was, it was such an amazing feeling. And, you know, we're on. certainly not, you know, uh, you know, we're, we try to be spiritual here, I know <laughs> the, but that was just an amazing thing. Talk about that piece of it, because, you know, those, those, those you know, scriptures that you call upon. And I think it was Romans eight that you followed up on. Talk a little bit about that and why that means so much to, to people of faith. Um, I grew up in a church, you know, and, uh, my grandmother, she used to drag the whole family to church. You know, it used to be hard to get my uncles to come sometimes, but I was always in church because my mother was there. Right. And, uh, when my injury happened, you know, I was still going to Bible study, you know, when most, when, when when things happen in people's lives, sometimes people think, oh, that person must have been living the wrong way or doing something bad and things like that. That comes to people's minds a lot. But I can remember, you know, my dad would call me. He would say, Ink, what you doing? And uh, I would say, man, I'm about to head to Bible study or I'm about to go get disciple, you know, by the chaplain, James Mitchell, who was there at the time. Mm-hmm. And he would say, man, Ink, you're at the top of your game, man. You're not out having fun, you know. And then he would say, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. You stand focused and you're doing what you're doing. And so the year before, it was the strangest thing, man. The year before my injury happened, me, Gerard Mayo, Ramon Foster, and Robert Ayers, we got discipled together. All of us got discipled together by James Mitchell. So Mm. basically we was in this Bible study. We was in the Bible real hard, man. We was challenging each other. We was going on fast together. So we created this bond with God as well. And so it's kind of like God was preparing us for this moment that was about to happen. Mm. And so when the moment happened a year later, all of us were real stable guys. You know, we can, right. we can rattle off scriptures to each other. We can rattle off of Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you to clear the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you and really live it. 
we can rattle off a Romans 8, 28. And we know that all things work to the good of those who love the Lord, who are called according to his will and his purpose. And we knew we were living it. And we can encourage each other and we can be there for each other. So we were on a totally different level. Mm. You know, from the outside looking in, people were like, what's that? What's that? And the whole time, us being in the inner circle, we knew, man, we got to cling on to God. You know, God is the only one that's going to help us get through this moment. God is the only one that's going to help us try to understand this moment. And so it's pretty neat to be discipled the year before it happened, because if we didn't get discipled the year before that happened, who's to say, you know, where we would have been? Well, and you guys were under so much pressure. I mean, talk about pressure, intense pressure. You know, I mean, especially the moment that you had your injury, you know, you beat California going away, you know, and then that next week Air Force got you on the ropes, you know. Um, We were a much better team, but they did because of their their scheming. We took them for granted. Yeah, but you look at that and there's so much intense pressure on not just you and the defense and the offense and the coaches, but there was so much pressure just in general on the university. Mm -hmm. And so – you know, it was almost like, you know, everybody, when th- that happened, I remember, I was like, well, that's it. You know, Inky's down. He's the heart and soul of our defense. This is, you know, so everybody had a choice to make, you know, and you included, you know, is that what are we going to do from here? And, and and that's the thing I hear from your story and that I take with me and that my two children that I want to instill in them is, you know, something bad's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Let's just go ahead and say it. That Something bad is going to happen. What is it that you're going to do? once that, that thing happens, you know, and, you know, when you were given this speech, uh, I listened to several and they're all really good. And I would advise people to go to your YouTube channel. Um, you've got them all there. Um, but you talked about, you know, things are going to happen, you know, things are tough and you, you, you intertwine Romans eight there with it. Um, talk about that because everything that is that in God's plan will be done. And how can people accept that? It's uh, it's basically the Romans 28, it says, and we know that all things work to the good of those who love the Lord, who are called according to his will and his purpose. And so when you hear that, that scripture, you think and you say, man, how can all things work to the good? Mm-hmm. But to anyone that really pays attention to life, you see the interconnection with situations and with people. You know, like I was saying earlier, when I look back over my life, I see the spirit that sleeping on that floor when I was in that two bedroom home. 14 individuals that it created. When I was sleeping at bed, it would be six of us in the bed, three at the foot, three at the head, that spirit that it created. I could see when I was in the park with my mother, she would have her car lights on, and I would be in the park doing drills and running laps, that mindset that it created. I could see when I would have to get up at 5.30 on Saturday mornings, and I would run miles and miles with my father while every other kid was sleeping, and I didn't like it, and it was pitch black dark. But now I could see that heart and that persistence and that resilience that it created. And so at the time, I didn't understand why I was sleeping on the floor. I was a kid. I wanted my bed, but I used to have to sleep on the floor. But now, being 27 years old, I can see how all things work to the good of those who love God. Now my spirit, you know, is uh, is amazing, yeah. you know. Yeah, and, and your story is so inspirational and motivational and everything in between. And, and, and you know, anything that we can do to support that, we're doing it because we believe so strongly in what you're doing. And it's the principles that you kind of implemented, just not just in your life, but just in your, in your spirit, like you said, and the people you talk to, the people you connect with in the university and us, you know, you're rubbing off on us. Well, and we have his book and we're going to yes, be absolutely. giving some of those away. So we'll talk to that absolutely. after the break. Well, we want to thank Inky Johnson. We have one more segment with him. We're going to talk to him some more about Vol Nation. And we just want to thank you guys for joining us. And we'll be right back after these messages. Market realities in the housing market are making this a great time to buy. Home prices are right, rates are rock bottom low, it's time to act. But you need a company primed to help you take advantage of the great opportunity. That company, Mortgage Investors Group. Refinancing, first let's talk about that. What if you could take your 30-year mortgage and turn it into a 15? You could save hundreds of thousands of dollars. Mortgage Investors Group can get it done with payments close to your 30. That way your house can be paid off before the kids finish high school. If you're a first-time home buyer, you're going to love Mortgage Investors Group. 
They have programs where you don't have to make a huge down payment, plus their information is accurate and reliable, and they get their deals done in 30 days or less. Best in the state for 10 years running. Go to their great new website, MIGonline.com, and find one of the 18 locations closest to you. The opportunities are real. The American dream is within reach. Let's get started. Mortgage Investors Group, your home loan solution for the past 23 years. Equal housing lender, mortgage license 109111. Buying a home makes a lot of sense. Even though home values are increasing, rates are still at an all-time low. Mortgage Investors Group is ready to help you take advantage of these dynamic market conditions. With 18 Tennessee locations, MIG has dedicated itself to taking a caring approach to all your home mortgage needs. So call us today, 800-489-8910, or visit us at MIGonline.com. Mortgage Investors Group, your home loan solutions for the past 23 years. Tennessee Mortgage License Number 109111. MIG is an equal housing lender. Hi, I'm Sue Benson, owner of Title Associates. In today's real estate market, it is more important than ever to have a title company with experience, a company you can trust, and one that conducts business with you in mind. If you're buying, selling, or refinancing, our staff promises to make your closing a pleasant one. If you're a real estate agent looking for excellent customer service, give us a call, 777-1040, or visit our website at tanox.com. Dear, we gotta clean up the yard. We need a place for the lawnmower and yard equipment. Hello, Backyard Creations. Can I order a custom storage building? And what about these car parts and this old car of yours? Oh, can I also get one of your 595 carports? And it sure would be nice to have a place to sit and relax. Can you build me a gazebo, too? Backyard Creations. They'll build just about anything you need. Top quality materials, long-lasting results. Visit online at bycknoxville.com or call 938-9300. Backyard Creations, serving the Knoxville area since 1995. Are you in the market to purchase a new home? Many first-time homebuyers and veterans qualify for 2 or 4% down payment grants from the Tennessee Housing Development Agency. THDA offers 30-year fixed-rate mortgages insured by FHA, VA, USDA, or conventional loans. For more information, please visit our website at www.thda.org. Hey everyone, this is Kevin Ray with the Housing Hour, and we want you guys to call Josh White at Home Harvest. Josh can build a vegetable garden in your backyard any size that you want, and that's what he does. He can help design a plan for you in your garden. Call Josh today at Home Harvest, and that's at 865-712-2745. Home Harvest, 865-712-2745. Summer sunshine for Saturday with a high of 88. Isolated thunderstorms back in your forecast for Sunday with a high of 87. From the VLT Local Lake Weather Center, this is meteorologist Scott Blaylock. Why wait? Get caught up on the day's biggest news plus sports, weather, and other music. Running her hands through my fro, bouncing on 24. We had the mayor of Knox County rapping on our radio station. The News Talk 98.7 Evening News. Another first. Every weekday at 6. WOKI. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back to Big Orange Radio. No, I've always wanted to say that. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, This is the Housing Hour. This is the Housing Hour. We're doing a Vol Nation series, and we're thankful for Inky Johnson coming in and uh, joining us this uh, hour. Man, it has been amazing, and thankfully, we have a little more time with him here in just a moment. did want to tell you guys briefly about a company that uh, sponsors this show, and that is the Knox Homes Magazine. Um, They do a tremendous job just putting together a small little Reader's Digest magazine with pictures of homes that are for sale in this area. So it's a small magazine. You can put it in your pocket. Um, And Jim Hackworth is the guy who is responsible for this. Him and Joey, his son, are the ones that kind of took this uh, and and redeveloped this this whole company. And they're just really good people. And they have a really good product. If you're a you just a client. If you're somebody out there, you're looking for a home. Why don't you stop by any place that they have a new sentinel, pick up a, a, the magazine and look it over and see what you think. Cause it's free. If you're a realtor or a lender out there and you want to do some advertising that is cost effective and really works, give them an opportunity. Go to their website, the All right. Well, um, we have a uh, last segment here with Inky Johnson, um, VFL, uh, Vol for life. 
um, really a, a person who I definitely look up to and, and am inspired by. And Mark, what do you think? Well, it's fantastic, Inky. Thank you so much. You were so generous in coming on, and he's it's been responsive on email, and he's got a fantastic website, InkyJohnson.com. Yeah. You can't ask for an easier website That's address right. than that. It's I-N-K-Y Johnson.com. Right. And, but there was a question that I did have, because when I did watch the video, uh, something struck me. Most mm-hmm. injuries, sports injuries, you know, you hobble off or they help you off or things like this. This was a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And when you were in in the hospital, when some you heard overheard the surgeon or somebody say something that was pretty profound. Pretty oh, profound. Sure. What tell us about what he said and and what was going through your mind? Um, what happened was uh, they they got me to the hospital. They took me back and ran some CT scans and some more tests and they brought me back into my room. And uh, about 15 seconds after they brought me back into my room, I heard a doctor say, hey, this guy's about to die. We have to rush him back to surgery. And that shifted my whole mindset because I didn't think what I was going through was this serious. But what had happened was I had busted up the clavian artery in my chest and I was bleeding internally. Mm. They had to rush me back and take the main vein out of my left leg and plug it into my chest in order to save my life. Mm. And, uh, man, it was... uh, (laughs) It was one of those moments, man, after you hear something like that, you know, and you know that you're that close to dying, you know, when you come out of that, your mindset, and it's kind of like you take the glasses off on life, man. It's, you take the blinders off, and now you got this whole new leash on life, mm. you know, and your perspective and the way you see things and the way you just go about living, you know, and uh, after hearing that, and God bless me to come through that, man, I'm I'm blessed every day. Yeah. So yeah. when you're out there at Neyland Stadium next year, out there listening and watching the game, folks, these these guys they put their life on the line for what they're doing. Absolutely. They they literally do. Not just. I mean, it's evolved for life, and you put a whole new meaning into it because you really were right there on that. I think I can't remember what yard line it was. The 13 mm-hmm. year. What yard line was it? It was uh. It was around the 30. Yeah, around right around the 30. He put his life on the line for volunteers and that that motivational speech that you gave and butch jones was um invited you to come give to the players every american frankly but definitely every tennessean that follows tennessee sports it's a absolute must watch and you can find it on your youtube channel um inky johnson's youtube i'll probably channel. post that on it's, the housing hour also. it's also linked on ut sports um youtube channel as well it's under the football section Mm -hmm. um but man it's so powerful inky and and, you know you're making such an impact for people you know and i want to encourage you to keep doing what you're doing because i mean you know just be you're giving us all this inspiration and you know you need to receive some too it's not just (laughs) it's it's both so i want to encourage you keep doing what you're doing that we hear you loud and clear and it is making an impact and it's not falling on deaf ears you know and i got to imagine pouring yourself out Every time you talk and tell, going back over the stories, you know, you know, that's draining on somebody, yeah. you know. So I want you to know it's not falling on deaf ears. We so hear much. you loud and clear. We're going to do what we can to continue to support you in any way that we can. And that's why we have some books yeah. available to our listening. Absolutely, listeners. we're going to be giving those away um, as well. Um, if you don't mind, you know, I, <laughs> I'm pouring myself out because I believe so strongly in this, but I, I keep forgetting that because it is important. It's what the whole series is about. But tell me just briefly, what what is it about Vol Nation, the passion, the <laughs> excitement, wh- you know, the community? What makes this place so special? Man, um, there's so many reasons, you know, that make Vol Nation and Knoxville and East Tennessee and the University of Tennessee so special to me at uh, – you know, when I got injured, you know, just being honest, you know, I didn't know what type of support I was going to receive, you know, because, you know, you play ball and you're in the stadium and the fans cheer for you and, you know, they praise you and, and things like that. But, um, you know, the support, you know, from being in the hospital and being in the hospital bed and the doctor comes in and he says, uh, we had to tell the people that, that you weren't here mm. because it was so many people. Wow. You know, to hear something like that, to get home and, you know, you got a bag just full of letters, you know, from so many people to check your email. You got just thousands and thousands of emails, you know, from people, 
to go up to the football office. You got cakes, you got <laughs> pies, you got all of this stuff. And I remember I was having a conversation with uh, Eric Berry, mm. you know, who now wears my number in the NFL in honor of me. And wow. me and him are real close. And uh, it had a profound impact on him, man. Because I remember we was talking one day in the football complex, and he said, Ink, man, you know, the way that the people treat you off the field after your career has ended, you know, means more to me, being somebody that looks up to you, than how they cheered for you when you were playing the game. Mm -hmm. And we all know how Eric plays the game. Mm -hmm. And so I think that contributed to one of the reasons why he played the game that, the way that he did. You know, but man, from I still have letters, you know, from kids and parents, man, and I still read them. Till this day, I still read them. Yeah. I still got them at my house right now in a bag, and I still read them. And they still give me encouragement. God. And so, man, I love this place, man. I love, I love, like, when I'm, I'm going to be honest, when I'm away from Knoxville, Sometimes I get sad. I have to shake myself back because <laughs> yeah. I love this place, man. They show me so much support, man, and they pour out so much love to me, man, and they have embraced me and has helped me so much in my life, you know, that I'm forever grateful for it. That's why anything that I can ever do for this community, for anybody, mm. I don't hesitate, Yeah, you know, because this place is showing me so much love. Yeah, and I think the love that comes is because of the genuine nature of your spirit. And that's what I think of when I talk to you. And it's so funny. I felt like I knew you when you came in yeah. because <laughs> I had listened and and I mean I knew your I know your story, you know, because I wanted to really prepare. I wanted to know Inky Johnson, but it's because I had a desire to get to know you because of I wanted what you have. You know, and that's I think one of the big things that Vault Nation I think understands. They see somebody and they want what they have. They see something special. They see something inside of them that they want for themselves. Mm -hmm. So they got to figure out how does he get what he gets. And and not every motivational speaker has that quality. Mm -hmm. And that's unfortunate because there's a lot of motivational speakers that you're like, well, is this going to be done? Are we going to get out? <laughs> but but that's one of the things that differentiates you from the Tony Robbins or whoever because right. you're not Tony Robbins. That's not right. what you're doing. Right. Well, let's talk about in the in the remaining moments that we have some uh, place that is near to dear and your to your heart, Emerald Youth Foundation. Tell me a little bit about that. Uh, what it is? It's a it's a inner city ministry, you know, and they serve you know underprivileged kids and kids in general, and they're raising up indigenous leaders for Christ. You know, it's a great organization. You know, Steve Diggs, he's over the organization, has a great staff. I actually worked there for a while, you know, before I ventured off into other things, but. Um, it's a great organization, do some great work, you know, that's having an incredible impact in the lives of young kids and in families. And so. And, and they're, they're being really the hands and feet, right? I mean, that's yes, kind of what their message is. Absolutely. And so what can people do? I mean, one of the things that we try to do with the housing hour, because this isn't a normal show for us, just mm -hmm. so you know, normally we're talking other things. Although it all comes back, I think, to what you're talking about at the end of the day. But we always try to, to, to give um, out information about how people can get involved. Mm -hmm. You know, whether it be United Way or whether it be Big Brother, Big Sister, we try to do that. So how can people get involved with something like this? Uh, they can go to the website, emeraldyouthfoundation.org, and you can go and get opportunities to volunteer. You can go and make a donation. You can go and just serve, you know, be a humble servant and just show your face and tell them that you appreciate what they're doing Yeah, because uh, they're making an incredible impact in the lives of people. Where are they located? They're located over in East Knoxville, over off North Central Street. Well, it's amazing because I was reading a little bit about Steve and over 20 years ago, it started in a church in one neighborhood mm -hmm. and now includes 14 inner city neighborhoods with 21 churches and ministries and over 1300 urban youth each year. You know, it's like starts as a mustard seed and it just, it just grows totally. and, and it grows and it grows. And, you know, and so if you're out there listening and you want to know how you can impact somebody in our neighborhoods, in our, in our community, and you can give back. The Emerald Youth Foundation looks like a real great place. And I trust Inky, so I know that it's a good place. <laughs> so you can go to their website. He just gave it to you. We'll also link it up on thehousinghour.com and tweet it and Facebook it and all that stuff as well. And they have a YouTube channel. Everybody's getting into yeah. that. Into that. So those are the things that we want everybody to know. And, and you know, um, for me, at least in my family, it's sometimes hard for us to get involved because – 
you know, we think, you know, every, you know, life is in the way, you know, mm-hmm. and, and we got all this stuff going on and, you know, it's, it's so important to get involved, but, you know, talk about that just, if you can, we got a couple of minutes left mm-hmm. and, and how would you um, encourage people to, to get, maybe get out and do something for your community? You know, not everybody wants to do that. And I understand right. that. Um, but what, what impact, I mean, it starts with one person mm-hmm. and it's a bunch of ones that make a whole. Absolutely. So talk about that. Um, the best way I can describe it, you know, as a, as an individual, you know, in the movie Planet of the Apes, right? Mm. And you have, uh, Caesar, right? And, uh, I don't know if you guys remember the scene, but Caesar, he was sitting with the other, uh, what were they, uh, monkeys, gorillas, orangutans, whatever you want to call them. Whatever they were, (laughs) right. They morphed into (laughs) Right, right. he's sitting with them, right? And. The one guy, he's, he's supposed to be the smart monkey, and he looks at Caesar, and other monkeys are down on the hill, and they're acting up. And he's basically saying, why are you fooling with these guys, man? Like, come on, man. And Caesar picks up a piece of straw, and uh, he holds it with both of his hands, and he breaks it. And then he picks up two handfuls of straw, and he shakes it to him, symbolizing that, you know, it's one. Mm-hmm. We break, and we're weak. Together, we're strong. And just, you know, as one individual, yeah, you might look at yourself and say, man, what can I do? You know, but enough individuals come alongside you, you can have a pretty profound impact. And you always have to give of yourself. You know, don't live life as a selfish individual. You know, be a selfless individual, man. Somebody always needs somebody. You know, and and in order to get blessed in life, you have to be a blessing. You know, you can't just live life, you know, trying to get blessed and trying to get blessed and you'd never be a blessing to anyone. And it doesn't have to be anything monetary. It could just be a pat on the back, a keep going, a hug, because these things go a long way in life that people never know. You know, just a, hey, man, keep doing what you're doing. I appreciate it. Hey, I see greatness within you. My eighth grade mentor told me that for the first time in my life when I was eighth grade, he rode up on a curve in my neighborhood and said, son, I see greatness in you. You're better than that. And I was sitting on the curb. My uncles were right up the street, maybe 10, 20 feet from me selling drugs. And I never went back to that corner again. Mm. Oh, well, that's profound. That is, I never looked at that movie that way exactly. But, I mean, it is so true, though, Inky, because, you know, you've got a bunch of organizations out there. And Bob Kessling had the United Way, and we've had others. And, and man, it's just it's such, it's so impactful when you band together. You band together, and so Inky Johnson, I really appreciate you oh, coming thank in. Thank you guys so much. It's man. been a Great wonderful hour, it. and uh, we won't have you back. Man, it didn't even seem like an hour. I know. It seemed like fifteen minutes. That's right. It went by. Well, we really appreciate you so much, and um, Mark for helping put this together and talk about selfless. You know, he did not resist when you asked him. No, not at all. And nor did Bob no, or Fawad. It's no. the Vol Nation spirit about him. You know, people want to people want to impact others and i think that's a great thing we want to thank everybody for coming into the housing hour and starting your morning off with us we hope to see you next week right here on the housing hour see you guys That's the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray for today. Join Kevin and his guests each week at this time to keep up with the why and the why not. You need to know, so come here to find out. This program is presented by Mortgage Investors Group.